Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No! Somebody, me, Lee Gerstman, why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. All right, man, you're here. We're all there. Everybody's everywhere. But, but but before we get started, man, we were connecting with Lee and freaking I. I just took some huge T bong rips about it. About <laughs> I'm sitting here and he's answering both Skype calls from two different platforms, and I'm fucking hearing him in double going. What the fuck is going on? But man, Lee, we got a guest. What? Who is it? It's not the other me. It's it's Charles Trainer. How are you doing, Charles? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, fellas. Uh, Lee was sounding a little bit like Gene Simmons on the uh, Phantom of the Park. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was I was like sitting here. What the fuck is going on? And I'm fucking yeah. lit. And I'm <laughs> fucking his voice is doubled, and oh my god, it was like intense for me. I gotta do the running. I'm not drinking whiskey right now, but I'm drinking Time Traveler beer from Lazy Dog Cafe. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Right. We should have tried the episode that way. It'd be it'd be interesting. What? Yeah. Oh, I should have. Uh, I know. I stopped recording because it was sounding weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could try that again. We know how to do that now. <laughs> I think I think it's like when a mistake happens, it, it doesn't twice. always happen twice. Yeah, I know, but that was funny. Yeah, freeform, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> Fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. All right, man. So, <laughs> how you guys doing, man? It's a. Fucking Labor Day weekend. People know about this in six weeks, but hey, six week ago, people, it was Labor Day now. What's up? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Nothing much. We don't yeah. celebrate here in Poland. Mm. Yeah, they make you ask no. for <laughs> Yeah, it's May, it's May 1st over here uh, for Labor Day, but. Oh, okay. You know, happy Labor Day at home for everybody at home. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a different country, so they're going to have different holidays there. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like um, whatever the Polish, like if there's some that they celebrate in Poland, like some sort of special event, it's like maybe Polish people in America might know about it, but not, not the people who aren't. Right, right. Kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, so, Lee, I was bored. Wife is out of the house. I said, well, you want to do a, a podcast? And you said, sure. <laughs> so you, yeah, why not? Yeah, I have nothing to do. 
Yeah. All I did was watch Halloween today, and I'm just gonna say that movie is still creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. God. I was feeling a little bit lonely, so it was a good thing that you you asked because it helped me feel a little bit more like I'm useful. You're always useful. Who has a fan on? Yeah. <laughs> me. All right, I'll put it on the. I'll put it on the heat. Just as long as it's air blowing, I I need it. <laughs> oh, it's already in the it's already in the forties at night here. Shit. Hmm. Yeah, already. Summer don't last long up here. It's one hundred and seven where I'm at right now. <laughs> I don't know what it is now because my window is shut and and all the air is coming from my fan or my heat. Uh, so I don't know what the temperature is, but I'd say it's probably maybe in the at least in the sixties. Yeah, better in the forty. Better than one hundred and seven. Damn, I'd yeah. rather be in the forties with a blanket and shit. Yeah, toasting some marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what is it from? Remember that movie Coneheads? They call it Marshmallows. <laughs> I never actually saw the movie. Did you see the? But did you see them on uh, Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yeah. Melody, Melody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. did you watch the original Halloween or the Rob Zombie remake? The original '78. Yeah, that's the best one. That one's still creepy as fuck. Yeah, I was like still getting chills. The Rob Zombie one. Eh, it's okay. But. Yeah, uh, it much a Michael Myers story. Yeah. Like having you put your own imagination to it. Yeah. So Lee, what album are we doing today? We were doing an album by a guy named Al Cooper. And the album is called You Never Know Who Your Friends Are. Yeah, I never heard of this guy before. You never heard of this guy. That's almost like saying you haven't heard of Sly Stone. I've heard of Sly Stone. Yeah, yeah. Um well, um, guess, guess what? I actually did hear of him before. Isn't that yeah. something? Yeah. But I never heard his music, to be fair. I, I knew yeah, him. Yeah. He's in like a lot of rock documentaries and commenting yeah. on stuff. And then, then I was like, oh, that's who I'll Oh, is he a background it. guy? Well, he produced um, um, Leonard Skinner's first album, and he also formed the group Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, shit. And, um, so, and he did an album with Mike Bloomfield and Stephen Stills called Super Session, and he was in the Blues Project, and, oh, you know, <laughs> um, but, I know Blood, Sweat, and Tears. But, he got kicked out of that group. Oh. He got kicked out of it by a guy named Steve Katz, who was in Blues Project, and Steve Katz had kicked him out of Blues Project, so when he made the new group, why did he have the guy who kicked out be in the group? Uh, stupid. It's weird. Maybe he followed him around for revenge. I will get you. <laughs> well, actually, it's weird, because Al Cooper didn't explain why, but he said he totally understood why they kicked him out, and he said it was totally fair and that there was no animosity at all that it was all cool so 
they didn't explain why, but whatever the reason was, they they didn't, um, you know, be on any bad terms with each other, I don't think. Mm. But nobody ever talked about why. Cool. I never heard yeah. of the guy, but he's like a piano, organ, guitar, vocals, arrangements. Yeah. I mean, this guy's pretty cool. Seems cool. And they got a Moog on this album. I like Moogs. Yeah. <laughs> he's, um, he's, um, his solo stuff, even though he's well known, his solo stuff is pretty obscure. I mean, people have seen the album covers and have seen his albums, but hardly anybody ever does an Al Cooper solo album, and so that's why I I wanted to do an album by him for a while, and I figured since you wanted to do an episode, okay, it's time to do one. Cool. I like hearing yeah. stuff that's cool. Maybe. Spoiler alert. But, yeah. Uh, hey, Charles, you've heard of him before? How did you hear of him? Because I've never heard of oh. this guy. Like I said, I, I I remember him from some rock documentary, like History of Rock, and he was featured quite a bit in interviews. Um, but and I, I know I've heard of Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Uh, didn't really listen to him much, but I, I knew of him, and uh, I didn't know he was in that. But I'd heard the name, I'd seen the face before. But then when I started listening to it, I was like, oh, that's who this guy is. Okay. I wonder why they were always asking him stuff on these. I forget what died. I think it was the one that was on PBS back in the day. It was like History of yeah. Rock or something like that. And he was featured pretty prominently in it. Yeah. So that's how I'd heard of him. But it was a guy I'd heard of, but didn't think a lot about of, you know. But then... Once I heard this record, it put two and two together. It was like, oh, okay. Now I know yeah. who he is. Yeah. No, I never heard of it at all. And I was like, whoa, mm. this is this is interesting. And uh, oh. it's not mm. bad like hot poop, though. So. Oh, and that album wasn't bad. <laughs> okay, Mascara Sue, how about that one? I know you. Um, I, know. <laughs> I like it, but but that's more understandable <laughs> for people who aren't into weirdness. That's funny. It's better than damn Yankees. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys are nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nothing's better. better I without Jack, with Jack without Jack Blades. Come on. Better in my world. <laughs> Oh yeah, that episode's been out. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, let's let's digress and get into this. We got uh got the first track, which is "Magic in My Socks." What do you think about this one, uh, Lee? Oh, okay. This is an interesting song. It sounds like big band jazz, but rock. So it's an excellent combination of different music styles. I really like it. It's an unusual way to start the album. What do you think about it, Charles? Well, at first I thought, wow, is this a game show theme song? But uh, <laughs> jokes aside, this is a rather over-the-top tour-de-force type of song to me. The bass player, boy, he was getting some. And uh, I'm always iffy on a lot of horns, but... They work, and now that I know he was in Blood, Sweat, and Tears, it makes sense even more. Uh, and, it, and they work in the song. 
the guitar solo is out of sight. Dynamite. <laughs> I'm assuming uh, Cooper is singing. It's perhaps the weakest aspect of the song, but he can hold a tune. It's a pretty cool track. Yeah, um, I think this sounded like Kiss mixed with Yes, and the guitar was <laughs> fucking good, and I liked it. It's a great song. Huh, I, I would have never thought of that combination, but that's fine. Yeah, well, it's kind of like uh, like earthy, like Kansas, and then pretty spacey, like yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, and then we get to the next song, Lucille. What do you think about this one, Lee? Oh, this is an odd soul type of song. It has an orchestration that reminds me of Harry Nielsen. But Al Cooper has done this type of arrangement style before. It's not bad. What do you think about it, Charles? Uh, the verses are pretty good. And some pretty good vocal harmonies on it. Uh, Cooper is, seems to be a hell of an arranger. However, I found the chorus lacking and it drags the song down. Which is a damn shame. If he could have gotten a, a better chorus, this would have been really great but instead it's just a frustrating listen I, I agree with both of you I, this is weird it's not my thing with all the strings it makes it too hippy dippy sounding for me I'm going what is this this isn't like the first track <laughs> like tripping out on this album already I got what the yeah. fuck is going on they went from like cool rock to fucking space rock to fucking hippy dippy fucking the fucking polyphonic spree shit <laughs> he has never been known to have an album that's just what you would think it is he always either has it over the top or a little odd yeah this is odd so now we get <laughs> to the third track let's see do, do, nobody picked this one so too busy, too busy thinking about my baby yeah too busy thinking about my baby what do you think about this Lee Oh, this is like Motown Soul, and it's pretty good. He's good at doing this type of stuff. It might seem surprising, but it's pretty cool. What do you think about it, uh, Charles? Well, okay, Cooper wants to get a slight R&B vibe on this one, and uh, it's a great arrangement. I do think he could have gotten some better backing singers, though, on this. Uh, but that aside, great bass line. Al sings it pretty well. I love the reference to some kind of wonderful. I think it's in the third verse. Uh, pretty good, busy track. It's just the girl singers really sucked. But <laughs> I, I still dig it. It's a groovy number. Yep. It's groovy, man. It sounds like some Motown. This has a groove. Kills way better than that Lucille track. God, that mm. thing was horrible. Uh, mm -hmm. And this has like some old type like Motown going on with all the old Motown singers, man. I like this shit. Now, background singers are okay. They're not. I didn't notice them too being too bad, but uh, mm -hmm. they could have been stronger. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's good. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. And then we get to first time around, which Charles picked. So here's first time around on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Nighttime, 
That was first time around. What'd you think about that one, Charles? Uh, for some reason, I could have heard Mick Jagger sing this one. Uh, and we finally got a song that doesn't have everything but the kitchen sink thrown at it. Uh, and this sounds like it, it could have fit in on Exile. Not, you ain't the first from Use Your Illusion 1, Mark. <laughs> a cool rock track. I enjoyed this one quite a bit. What did you think about it, Lee? Well, this is an interesting singer-songwriter type of song with orchestral backing, and it works. It's quite a good song. Maybe one of the better songs on here. And what did I think about it? This guy goes all over the place. This is like southern, <laughs> southern rockish. It's really good. Uh, so three out of four ain't bad so far. Like three out of four <laughs> songs on here. Yeah, it's really cool. And then we get to the next song. Um, none of you guys picked it. So what'd you think of Loretta Lee? Oh, this is a pretty cool rocker that sounds a little bit like Otis Redding. In my opinion, the organ solo is cool, too. It's a hip dance track. I dig it. What do you think about Charles? Well, we got the rockestra back on this one. And, uh, Believe it or not, over the Caesar's Palace house band, Horns, is playing on the 
There's a, a really cool guitar buried on the left speaker. I was listening to my headphones when I listened to this. But man, those female backup singers suck really bad. Really, really bad. Hmm. The organ solo is great, though, and uh, I can overlook them shitty backing vocals, and I give this <laughs> song a positive rating. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't really notice the background singers, man. You noticed something I didn't notice. Oh, that's cool. And then Loretta. Uh, this is like another Motownish song. It has a groove. It moves, and I likes it. <laughs> really cool. And then we get to Blues Part Five, which uh, Charles picked. So here's Blues Part Five on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Could you tighten your foot, please? Anybody order anything? Two. Thank you. 
That was Blues Part 5. Why'd you pick this, Charles? Well, we started off with some dude has to tighten his foot, which I think is <laughs> uh, a few false beginnings and all that. But wow, this is a great blues piano track. I I don't know who played it. Was it Cooper? I, I mean, I don't know. I think it was Cooper. Uh, it sure as hell wasn't Dizzy Reed. I know that. <laughs> organ, the organ is fantastic. I can dig it, baby. I need to go find the first parts of this blues song. Yeah, um, Let's Sweat and Tears did the first part called Blues Part 2. And so this was Blues Part 4, um, which, um, there was no 1 and 3. Wow. So, you know, um, they're, they're just doing it just to be strange. Yeah. So what did you think about it, Lee? It was okay, but it seemed a little filler. That's because I'm not a huge fan of the blues. It's a jam based on a song like Elmore James Hurts Me Too, which isn't usually too exciting of a song anyway. But I don't mind it. It was a decent listen. Yeah, it just has some killer bass, killer piano, organ. This is a jam, killer instrumental jam on this album and this album has a really different feel to it track to track it's like uh i'm waiting for new wave to come next but this was in 1969 so that ain't happening yet <laughs> maybe some grunge i don't know but then we get to the <laughs> next song uh the title track you never know who your friends are what do you think about this one lee this has a little too much of a television theme show vibe to it that makes it just a little bit cheesy it's very well done but occasionally Al Cooper can overdo it. And then on this song, it borders on that. But I don't dislike it. What do you think about it, Charles? I really, really dug this track. I don't think it was overdone or cheesy. I think what a, what a great arranger. Great lyrics. The music is fantastic. What a great pick, Lee. I'm gonna have to check out more of this guy. Yeah, right well, on. This, yeah, this sounded like fucking lazy in the Sunday afternoon, like Queen doing 1920s in the here. And I go, what the fuck? And then it goes the freaking guitar, and then the guitar riff at the end is really unexpected and cool. I liked it. Yeah, he did another album which I could have picked called "I Stand Alone," but I already knew that one too well, and so I wanted to do one where. I would have more of a fresh opinion on it. Okay. But but that one's also strange, and, and we could possibly do that at another point. Okay, and then we get to the next track, which you picked, The Great American Mar Marriage Slash Nothing. Here it is on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
nothing is wrong. Oh, but nothing is right. Days filled with nothing and nothing at night. We once had something, something to share. Time came and turned us. When something was there, now we lie side by side, nothing to say, nothing to do. Love has become just a word, something you've heard, but that's nothing to. We all enter the act, a well-publicized fact, no need for permission. I consider your face lying deep in somebody's dreams. Sleeping eyes crying Falling apart at the seams Nothing is wrong But nothing is right Days filled with nothing Nothing at That was the Great American Marriage slash Nothing. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? I like this a lot. It's one of the better songs on the album. It's a strange combination of avant-garde classical and Broadway music, which is an interesting combination. It's really cool. What did you think about it, Charles? 
Well, the song starts out with some minor keys on the old ivories. Uh, the string arrangement is so tense, leading into how a song about how a marriage can turn to shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, the piano is so majestic uh, on the track at times. I think Al, I do think Al struggles a bit vocally on it, but then again, it works through the subject matter of the songs. Maybe that was his intent. Uh, I could have done without the scatting at the end of the song, but overall, it was a decent, well-played song. It was it was okay. Yeah, um, I like the classical-sounding piano at the beginning. It has a spacey feel to it. Uh, it's this is really good, man. I like it. Really, right on. It sounds like something you would have wrote, uh, Lee. Yeah. 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 Really. Thank cool. you. It, it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I'm like, damn. This is something Lee will do. Uh, then we get to the next track. I don't know why I love you. What do you think about this one, Lee? This sounds the most like a combination of R and B and rock and roll. It's well done. It's more of a deep track, but it's really good. Two thumbs up. What did you think about it, Charles? Well, it was a rock song a bit in the beginning, but then it, it was slightly boring for a minute there. But then it kicks into some kick-ass shit. The guitar solo is badass. I probably wouldn't have brought the horns in on it, though. But it uh, it's a good rocking number, a decent song. Yeah, I thought it was like back to some Motown here. Now Stevie Wonder had a writing credit in this song, so it's pro it's a uh, Hardaway Hunter Rises. Oh yeah, oh Riser. yeah, that 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 that, that that's one of the Motown songs that he wrote. Yeah, uh, yeah, that Stevie Wonder wrote with with the other two people. With the other, okay, cool, man. It's pretty cool. I like. I it. guess I guess so. If if Wonder is a part of the, yeah, because he did Motown. Yeah. I was going, oh, no wonder this sounds like R&B. I like it a lot. It's a really good song. And he's one of my favorite songwriters. Yeah, and we haven't done an album by him yet. I'm waiting to do songs in the key of life. Um, I'll pick one. Okay, I guess not that one. <laughs> uh, maybe that one. Maybe. The best one, yeah. Well, well, then we could, well, let's do another one, and then we could do that one after. Do like one that nobody knows. Do, do you know Talking Book? I think yeah, I think I know some of those. Yeah. Um. There, there's, there, there is some. I'll think about it. All right, I'm writing Stevie Wonder so I don't forget. <laughs> I might decide to do something a little bit tiny, more contemporary, like Harder Than July. Yeah. Hey, have you guys ever thought of uh something? It's like, uh, no, I, I, I don't think of anything. I'm getting away from this episode. Take the artist, uh, three artists for, who kicked ass in the seventies. You got Rod Stewart. You got, you got, uh, fucking, uh, Elton John and you got Stevie wonder. And then after maybe their first album in the eighties, they all fucking went adult contemporary. What the fuck happened with those guys? <laughs> hmm. It's well, like after, after Two Low for Zero, man, you get fucking, fucking Simba theme from Disney. And then you get fucking Forever Young from Rod Stewart. And then you get I Just Called to Say I Love You from Stevie Wonder. But at least the Stevie Wonder one still had some 
something to it. Some bite to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other guys, um, in fact, Elton John's Low for Zero, that's even passed when he was good. Oh, well, because I like two songs off that album, probably. But, uh, well, okay, well, at least then he did two songs. Yeah, but I, I know, but it's like they all went like fucking weird. I, I, I do agree. There is, I, I hate to say it, but yeah, Stevie Wonder's some of his last stuff. I, I wasn't as much of a fan of it. Yeah, but they just went like V, like you know, back in the day we had VH1 and MTV. If we wanted to go watch Celine Dion, we would go to fucking VH1, and then they're playing Rod Stewart and Elton John and Stevie Wonder. You go, oh boy, <laughs> how well, the mighty have fallen. <laughs> that could be like, well, Sting didn't even wait like two or three years, and he turned into like Muzak once he left Police. Oh, he yeah. he made some good albums after that though. Way yeah. better than them. They were. Fucking ten summoning what? tales rules. What do you think of Michael Bolton? Well, he kind of was. He was like that. I like the album where he did "Sitting on the Dock of a Bay" with uh, Jonathan Chain and Neil Sean. I thought that was cool. Uh well, well, I'm I'm talking about his really early stuff. Blackjack. He... Even earlier, but yeah, Blackjack too. Yeah, it was rock, more rocking. But you hear that? Yeah. Vo that voice that does. He's like Nickelback, dude. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. uh, <laughs> ew! Uh, Michael Bolt reminds me of Nickelback. It's like the only thing the, worse than Hagar. Don't bring him. <laughs> no, I, I I wouldn't go that far uh, when it came to Michael Bolton. No, no, his he he did some good stuff early days. Yeah, I bet he did, but I I'm yeah, just saying once, but. Michael Bolton, like, fucking, when he went, like, fucking, like, Meatloaf went all, like, fucking, bad out of hell, too-ish. Fucking, they fucking remind me of fucking Nickelback. <laughs> they lost the fucking soul. They hmm. lost their souls. Nickelback have any soul? I, I don't, don't think so. Them I, think, I think they're vampires, dude. I think they're the Twilight vampire movies. <laughs> yeah. They were bitten by Sharon. And then they just, uh. Oh, God. There's a song called um, Send It to Jerome by Bo Diddley to Bit and by Jerome to da, 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 Bit and by Jerome to Da. da, da, da you know? <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. All right. Well, let's get back to the album now. <laughs> I don't know where I went on that. I just went Zoom. All right. Mm -hmm. So we, we played, it said the Great American Marriage, nothing, and then. Then we go to I Don't Know Why I Love You. What did you think about that one, Lee? This sounds the this. most... Oh. What? <laughs> we did this one. Oh, we did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, morning oh, Glo Morning Glory Story. What do you think about this one, Lee? Harry Nielsen song. Oh, yeah. Well, this is really good. I like the song and the way it's done. It's neat to have a classical and folk acapella tinge to the singer-songwriter style. It's a neat song. And in fact, I think that they did. It's interesting how you mentioned that because I think they did Morning Glory on the first Sweat and Tears album. So the fact that they he did it in a different way on the solo album, hmm. I knew he did a Harry Nielsen song 
when I looked it up, but wow, I I I I, I thought it was maybe imitative of it, but I didn't know it was the song. But right on. All right. So, what do you think about it, Charles? Uh, it's, it's not the morning glory I know. Uh, great intro. <laughs> love, love the jazzy interlude. However, the song is slightly derivative subject matter to, say, Lady Madonna. Uh, not horrid, just filler. Yeah, I think it kind of sounds like the monkeys do in 1920s and then back to the monkeys. It's, it's a weird oh, song. okay. <laughs> it's a weird song, but it's okay. Not my favorite. Hmm. And then we get to the next one. Anna Lee, what can I do for you? What do you think about that one, Lee? This suffers from that style of song Bob Dylan did on I Shall Be Released. So everyone wanted to write their version of it. This is Al Cooper's version, and it's not truly terrible, but it's easily the worst song on the album. <laughs> what do you think about it, Charles? <laughs> uh, Anna Lee interesting subject matter lyrically and on the plus side uh, sounds like we got multi-track Cooper vocals none of those crappy backing singers on it however we're really hitting the filler here uh, just really a boring ass song and way too derivative of a stone song to me and not a good one and I'll pass <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to make of this album. I know I really like a lot of it, and I know I really don't like a lot of it, and this is one I really don't like. <laughs> okay. All right, then we get to track number 11, which you picked, Lee. I'm never going to let get you down. Let you down. What do you... Uh, All right, here it is on the Freeform <laughs> Rock Podcast. Sorry, I got a little cotton mouth there. I'll be right back.
Okay, that was I'm Never Gonna Let You Down. What, why'd you pick this track, Lee? This is perhaps the other very best song on the album, other than The Great American Marriage and Nothing. Great song and melody and arrangement and a lot of interesting colors and nuances of music going on in it. I really dig it a lot. What do you think about it, Charles? Hmm. Uh, well, we're going to end with the kitchen sink again here and uh, <laughs> to include those fucking horrid girl singers. Jesus Christ, he could have got better singers. Sorry, I said Jesus Christ again. Not trying to offend you, Mark. But uh, believe it or not, I could hear I could hear Jack White covering this for some reason. I think his voice is similar to Cooper's. But that, but that oboe or whatever the hell is in the middle, it pushed me over the edge. Too much horns. Overload has been reached. Not a horrid song. Definitely a talented writer and ranger. But way too love boat type of song. <laughs> I liking. Oh, that, that's like a perfect love boat. I wish I would have came up with that. Good one, Charles. Yeah, mm. I agree with you, Charles. This is like 70s light. Horrible song to end a cool record to. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> this is like, yeah, I can hear the love <laughs> Maybe I heard that too, and that's why I liked it. Uh, well, this week, maybe I should have put on my pink tuxedo and and and, and a rose in my mouth and go out and. And, and and play my castanets and go, Senorita, come have a pink martini. <laughs> he goes, Mrs. no, senor. Mrs. You're a little <laughs> bit too weird for me. Mrs. Garrett meets Alex Karras on this week's Love Boat. <laughs> That's when oh, Mr. Lee leaves. Hey, the best <laughs> episodes are with Charo, man. Coochie, coochie, coo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then you had Fantasy Island right oh, after. Oh, yeah. I did also, before that, you go to Channel 4 at 8 o'clock hour and watch Chips and BJ and the Bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good and old then, day. Yep. And then I had to watch Dynasty 10 with my mom. <laughs> hey, I liked it. Remember that one? Heather Locklear was in there, man. Yeah, remember yeah. that I like, shot? the end of the one season yeah, and then they yeah. no 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 it was on dynasty like they all got wasted but then they came back and like one person died and the rest of them just had like scratches wait a minute they just shot everybody up <laughs> it was weird it was crazy <laughs> some wedding or something it was crazy that's like remember yeah. sheriff lobo that was a good one with the <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> He is strong. Chet Atkins or Chet Atkins or Claude Atkins. Claude Atkins. What about the singer Lobo? Lobo. Uh, I heard, but I don't hear. <laughs> um. And I've heard hey, we, we, hey, why don't we do one of his albums? Hey! Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll wait until you get me annoyed and then I'll pick it. Oh, thanks. At least it's not lost, <laughs> Lobos. We should do the Love, Love Boat album. They gotta oh, have one. God. No, we're we're planning on doing an episode of Five Bands That Suck. <laughs> That's gonna be coming. Or was it ten or five, Lee? I think we each had five, and we so it's five. ten in all. 
Okay. <laughs> and we're going to play songs from good bands and not the bad bands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be fucking funny. But, uh, man, let's, get be uh, let's thank Charles Trainer for being on here. You know, he works hard as being uh, the Pete Best of Oasis. Thank you, Charles, yeah. for being on here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, once you get your podcast out, you know we'll be pimp. I'll be pimping the shit out of it. Yeah, Leo's just sit there and go. Hmm, I wonder if I should listen to it. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I am. Yeah. But 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 I'll, but I'll be but but it will be in good stead. <laughs> uh, so you got to uh. impress Lee, dude. If he if he doesn't he doesn't even like us. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, the new it. formula is working though. Let Lee do his opinions first, and then. He takes our uh, bad opinions a lot better, it seems like. Most well, at least I want to do one episode like that. Yeah, Lee told me he wanted to go first. <laughs> he said, yeah. I'm just going to say, fuck it, do it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so that's that's cool. Yep. You to the original way sometimes. Yep. Well, Lee always goes first when it's just me and him. So he does, when a guest comes in, I put the guest yeah. I, I wanna I wanna have some of the episodes in the future where you go first because I want to make sure <laughs> that you really mean what you say. Okay. Yeah. See? Next up, next episode, I'll go first. Well, we'll do it on an episode with an album that that I really think I need you to do it on. Okay. Then you let <laughs> me know. <laughs> um. It'll be an album that I don't think you'll like. Oh, Whatever it is. God, I, I got that Bon Jovi bounce that I'm waiting for. Oh, oh all right. Well, well if, <laughs> if you still wait on that, I'll wait on what I do. But I want to pop it on you first. <laughs> you always get me uh -huh. first. Fuck. All right. Uh, well, um, you, you, yeah, you pop it on me first. <laughs> But right, then I'll pop two on you later. Ooh, shit. That sounds that sounds like a good time there. <laughs> Ew. I'll pop you one, baby. You pop me one twice? What? I've got two of them, but I only pop one when I do it. Hehehehe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never mind. I know. Women get multiples. We only get one, and we have to wait <laughs> to get it back. Uh. Okay, that's fucked up. Uh, uh, let's get to our tracks of the week. Uh, mm -hmm. Lee, you picked Buffalo Springfields in an hour, not quite rain. Yeah. Uh, Charles picked Donnie Iris, Love is Like a Rock. I don't think I've heard mm -hmm. that one. I need to check it out. And then I picked, uh, since it's kind of R&B, I picked a, <laughs> a new wave version of it. Uh, you Keep Me Hanging On by Kim Wilde. I like Kim Wilde, and I like her version of it. Yeah, she was hot, dude. She's still fucking hot. Mm -hmm. Her and yeah. I think that all three of our picks are so totally different, but then again, this album is so totally different. So yeah. kind of that's what I wanted. I saw your picks and I go, "Oh, I'm gonna do something different because this album is weird. It's all over the place." And then, well, like, it, it's not so weird to me I because I, I, I'm, I'm that kind of a guy. But, 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 but I know that for you. It's a little weird. Are you speaking through the family of uh, Darth Vader? Yes! <laughs> Alright, I shut it off again. I'm your father, Luke. 
I'm All your right. fan, Mark. Oh, I take fan. <laughs> I mean, I mean, blowing fan. Uh, I blow. There Whoa. she goes. <laughs> All right, then we get to your track, asparagus pizza and all that stuff. Pretty cool. right on you, 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 said it correctly. Cool. I know how to say asparagus. Shit, I'm, I'm not. I, I, but what I mean is, you, you know, you, you might have stopped before using the word. Well, we lost him. <laughs> no. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, I'm saying, saying asparagus people and all. Without saying that, okay, cool. But but no no no, you said it correctly. So I'm just trying to be fun with you. All right, man. Well, let's get the fuck out of here and say goodbye, Lee. Bye bye. Later, Charles. All right. All right. Take care, okay.
For the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the free form rock show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. 
The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.